InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Americans are paying more for just about everything these days, thanks to the double whammy of skyrocketing fuel and food prices. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with an expert who studies consumer behavior to find out how your spending habits may be changing. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Dr. Kit Yarrow. She's chairwoman of the psychology department at Golden Gate University in San Francisco and author of the Why Behind the Buy blog on the Psychology Today website. Dr. Yarrow, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. Happy to be here. Your blog is pretty interesting because the psyche of the consumer is pretty much the determining factor of where our economy heads at any time, right? That's right. The estimates are that about 70% of our economy is dependent on consumer spending. So how consumers feel has a lot to do with our economy. How has the American consumer been changed by what's been called the Great Recession? Well, interestingly enough, I think the fear and anxiety that we all went through, no matter what your socioeconomic class, has actually empowered and given consumers a little bit more confidence in themselves, not necessarily in the economy, but in themselves. And as a result, they spend differently, I think, more consciously, and so they're less reactive. So when things like gas prices go up, in the past, consumers were really reactive. Today, they're a little bit more self-confident and therefore able to more consciously decide what they want to do about those higher gas prices, how they want to change their spending. So there's less knee-jerk reaction today. They also have more tools to try to save money today, right? Definitely. I think consumers are really more empowered in every way. They've got this personal sense of confidence in knowing about their money, knowing more about the economy, knowing more about how they want to spend. So they've really kind of been conscious about how they want to spend their money and that they don't want to be in debt and that they want to have some savings started. And they also have all these tools that the Internet provides, one of those being Insight, another one being a great playing field of competition in retailers so that they can get better deals and also just more information about what prices are where. So I think all of these things are really empowering for consumers. You know, in the past, there's been quite a push-me-pull-you between retailers and consumers, each one trying to play chicken with the other about who's going to give out first in terms of pricing. And it's sort of game over right now. Consumers really are the dominant factor in what retailers are going to do. It's been said that people who emerged from the Great Depression pretty much changed their spending habits for the rest of their lives. Do you think these changes today are permanent, or once things improve, will people revert to the way they spent before? No, I think they are permanent for the over-30 crowd. Certainly during the Depression, the younger people were really the most impacted. But it's actually our older people have protected our younger generation as much as possible. They tend to be a little bit more optimistic in their spending than the 30-plus crowd. The 30-plus crowd, on the other hand, they've really become very conscious about how they want to spend their money, really changed their shopping habits into a lot more consideration no more knee-jerk buying, much less impulsive in buying, much more interested in having a stable future and in not maintaining a lot of debt. It's actually our older consumers that, in fact, lost more. Their 401s, the value of their houses, they're closer to retirement, there's a greater level of fear. 
And so this older crowd really has been much more affected in the way that they've changed their spending behavior. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Kit Yarrow, chairwoman of the psychology department at Golden Gate University in San Francisco and author of the Why Behind the Buy blog on the Psychology Today website. And we're talking about the rising cost of gasoline and food and how that affects consumer psychology. Let's talk for a moment about the psychology of gas prices. It's a regular purchase that nearly every adult makes, but it's unlike pretty much any other purchase, isn't it? It is. Gas prices have been greatly linked to consumer confidence. Historically, you could put the consumer confidence graph up next to gas price graphs, and they'd really be just about the same. And yet, gas is not a huge, huge part of the basic consumer's budget. And certainly things like job security and home prices, you would think, would weigh much more heavily on consumers than gas prices. But I think the reason why consumers feel so strongly and have in the past at least been very reactive to gas prices is because they're posted everywhere. It's like a billboard of the cost of living for people. So there's no other product that people buy that is posted on every street corner. And constantly consumers are aware of how much gas costs. And, you know, you watch that little ticker go up as you feed your car gas. And the other reason, I think, is because it's invisible. You know, you put the gas in your car, you never really see it. You don't feel yourself consuming it the same way you feel yourself consuming food, for example. And so there's hardly ever any pleasure in using up gas, whereas many of the other products that we buy, we have this lingering emotional benefit from buying it. You know, we can logically understand pricing increases, Pretty much everything we buy is going up in price, but we sort of understand a little bit, you know, how weather might affect the price of food. Gas prices, because, you know, it's a commodity, it's so linked to supply and demand, it's a very global product, politics around the world are going to affect us, inflation and so on. It's so complicated, the price of gas. I think very few people really understand why it's so volatile, and that makes it feel out of control, and that makes us more emotionally reactive. And the truth is, this huge leap in gas prices definitely does take a genuine bite out of consumers' overall budgets. You have some interesting stats in your blog. Can you just share some of those, how big that bite is in real terms? Well, I kind of wanted to figure out what it would be per month for the average American. So what I found out was the average American drives 13,500 miles a year, and the average vehicle gets 24 miles a gallon. A year ago, the average price of gas was around $2.85, and today, you know, we're approaching $4. So if you calculate all that together, what that means is that the average individual is paying somewhere around $45 a month more for gas today than they were a year ago. Then we add into that airfare, public transportation, these huge spikes that are related to gas. But out of that individual's budget, 45 bucks a month, that's a lot of discretionary money. You're the expert in consumer psychology. How do you think these increasing costs are going to affect consumer spending in the coming months? Do you think we've pretty much hit the wall in terms of the effect it's going to have? Or is this kind of a gradual thing that's going to continue to ramp up, even if gas prices don't go up any further? Initially, I think consumers go through blaming and anger, and and eventually they alter their driving behaviors to accommodate increased price of gas, and they'll alter their shopping behaviors to adjust to that dent in their budget. 
But what's not going to happen this time around, that's always happened in the past, is that I think consumers won't lose confidence in the economy. They're going to personally change their spending behavior because, of course, everybody has to accommodate a $45 dent in their budget. But it doesn't mean they're going to give up on the economic recovery. And that's really the biggest difference this time around than ever before. And I think it really shows us our more confident and empowered consumer. Can you explain that? Why would they not change their thoughts about the economic recovery as a result of this? Well, I think that consumers have really been incredibly battered by the economy, and the recession has hurt people tremendously. And as a result, they've really paid attention to both the factors that influence the economy and also their own spending behaviors. And when people feel more in control, more masterful about their spending, they just have a general sense of confidence in themselves that results in less reactivity. And that means that they're going to be much more rational and thoughtful about things like the economy. The number one thing that will affect the economy without a doubt right now is jobs. That's an area where I don't think we're ever going to see people become non-reactive. If you see people losing their jobs around you or there's a chance that you might lose your job, people just won't spend. But gas prices, I think people are putting that more in context. Interesting. Dr. Kit Yarrow, chairwoman of the psychology department at Golden Gate University in San Francisco and author of the Why Behind the Buy blog on the Psychology Today website. Dr. Yarrow, where can people find your blog on the site? Well, you can actually go to my website, which is kityarrow.com, and I have links to my blog on Psychology Today and, and also my blog on Huffington Post. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. My pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.